Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Okay, so today we are going to be listening to... Let's see who I want to get into. Let's get into... Um, I want to get into 3LW. Let's do that. So we're going to get into 3LW's album. I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to be given. They have two albums. I'm going to just do one right now. Um, but we're going to get into 18s. We're going to get into Bewitched. You know what? No, no, no. Actually, I'm sorry. We're gonna we are gonna get into 3LW soon. We're gonna get into Dream's second album. That's right, Dream's second album. That's what I want to get into today. Dream's second record. We will get into 3LW. They are coming soon. But I want to get into Dream's second album. Let's see what let's see what is given. Let's see what it gave. All right. So here we go. This is called Reality. So Dream Reality. Okay. Um. Here we go. It says Diana Interlude is the first song. What's you giving, girl? Make memories with Get Your Guide. If you hear Animal Crossing things in the background, um, yeah, I'm playing Animal Crossing, so there's that. Your mistakes leave me with questions. I'm questioning who I am and why I'm here. Not understanding the relevance to my situation. Frustration is more powerful than what's been given to me by those who truly can't relate. So I guess I'm supposed to just sit here and collect thoughts that aren't mine. I'm following your footsteps and breaking down the walls that you've built around me. Why does it feel oh, like I'm the one who carries so many burdens? I thought it was the Mahi Mahi. Why me? Why is it me? Why would someone put this burden on my shoulder? Expressing emotions I find can be really hard. Um, okay. This song is called Why Me. She looks in the mirror. She doesn't like what she sees. Can be everything. Born out of me. Everything they see as a perfect girl. She cries like a the ring is popping wide. Okay. I guess, like, I, I I don't know, that, yeah, <laughs> I just, that was alright, the next one is called, what is it called, this one is called, That's Okay, 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 Okay. Not 2003, it's time for dream. Just feel free to call. And when you keep me up, I'm 
Okay, I'm here for this beat though. I swear I'm wasting all this fucking fish bait. I, I like that one. That one was called That's Okay. That was a cute song. Um, is this featuring who? I can't see what's featuring. Featuring Fabulous. Okay. That was a cute beat, though. All right. Okay, girl. By the way, this album does not feature uh, Melissa Schumann. At this time, she had left the group. Now, Melissa was my girl in the group. Um, she was my favorite member of Dream. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But she was. Um, I don't know. I don't know why Melissa was my favorite member, but she was. So when she left Dream... I left Dream Alone. I was like, okay, well, if you're not going to have my favorite in there, what is the point? I mean, yes, okay, um, let's be real. Because Holly carried that whole damn group on her back. She really did um, because she was the only one that sang. I'm not saying that she's the only one that could sing. I'm saying she's the only one that sang. Every now and then, Ashley might jump on the track. Diana and Melissa, I hardly, they were hardly on anything. They, they did sing on um, This Is Me a little bit, but not much. Like most of the girls... Just kind of gave some spoken word, but it really was uh, Miss Thang, Miss uh, Holly, that she just kept the whole damn group together. Um, and so anyway, Melissa, I think at this time, allegedly had a falling out with somebody. I don't know if it was P. Diddy himself or whomever, but um, Homegirl decided to leave the group and she pursued a career in acting. She was in the movie The Hollow, which was like a movie with, I think, Kevin Zegers or Zegers, Mr. Fine. Uh, he ages like fine wine, that man. He really does. He's always been fine. Mr. Airbud. He was in the first Airbud. First couple movies, I think, too. Um, him, Kelly Coco, um, and then Nick Carter was in it, too. I didn't really want to mention Nick Carter being in that movie. He was the reason why I watched it. But I didn't want to mention him because him and Melissa, Melissa Schumann. Um, there was a situation there that I'm not going to really speak on because I don't know the details of that situation. I don't know any of that. But anyway, so... Yeah, there's that. Um, but she she did that. I think she did. Um, what was it? Was it called Love Don't Cost a Thing with Nick Cannon and, and uh, Christina Milian? She was also in that movie, too. So she kind of broke into acting at this time. Um, I'm waiting for that song. They had a song that came out that was like... I remember Dream had like an actual video for that song. Uh, this one is called Crazy Featuring Loon. This next one. They had a video for one of these songs. I don't know what song it was. Like, when I tell you I stopped checking for Dream after Melissa left, I mean that. It was this one. I remember that. La, 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 la. It was this one. Yeah, for me, them and 3LW, like, their second albums, they weren't for me. Like, I mean, I really wasn't that big in 3LW or Dream. Like, I mean... I liked them both a lot. Yeah, 
It's okay. That's not bad. The last the last two songs have been kind of decent. I can kind of see why I wasn't really vibing with it though. Like I don't like I said I don't know. I just I stopped checking for Dream. I just wasn't like again. Melissa was my girl. I just liked that format. I think of the group back then. Um, I don't know. Like again, it was like them and Three W. They both came back with albums that I just wasn't the biggest fan of their second albums. I liked their first albums better. I just. I think I just liked the lineup of both their groups better at the time. I liked Naturi. She was my favorite, I think, of 3LW. Like, I mean, I liked Keely too, but I don't know. When I found out Keely was, like, problematic towards Naturi, I was like, forget it. Um, and then with Dream, like I said, I really liked the dynamic of that group. The new blonde girl, I didn't know her enough. And like I said, because Melissa was my girl, I was like, well, if she's not in it, then I'm not, don't need to be here. Um, the next one is Hard to Stop. Okay. These songs give me like early 2000s riding in an Escalade in LA. That's what these songs give me. A black Escalade though, because why not? You know what they give me? They give me making the band. And they're not even make the making the band girls. Like, I could see them having to go to a photo shoot in the middle of L.A. or whatever, or New York, wherever the fuck they're filming this, and they're all in, like, a black Escalade, and this song's just playing in the background, or the beat anyway. This is the most, like, Danny Became dream song I've ever heard. Like, this song sounds like it was supposed to be for, like, Danny Became or somebody else. But it, it's cute. Like, it, yeah, it was, it's cute. Um, the next one is called The Real Me. Which is funny, because on their first album, they have a song called This Is Me, so. Oh, that's a beat. It's still her singing the majority of the songs. Like, what do you need the other three girls for? She gonna do everything by herself. Look at me by the curtain. Would you be here if I wasn't here? 
Okay. What? Yeah, hold on. I need to hold on. I need to see the lyrics of what what she just said. She said, "Would you want to get with me if I wasn't so blessed with eye candy, or would you let me be and walk by invisible? Tell me, do you see me? I, if I wasn't so blessed with eye candy, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Well, like this is why we can't let people be delusional. No. Um. They are pretty girls. I, I'm not gonna say that. That I. That's just funny. I don't. There. There's. There was a way that could have been written. I just. I, I don't know. Calling yourself eye candy is a bit much. I. I don't know. I don't. I don't like that line at all. Um. I get it. I. I totally get it. But at the same time, it's like. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Anyway. Yeah. That. That was a cute song. It was. It was alright. Um. It's not a bad album, though. I, I do think that there were some songs that slap on here. I think if I would have given it more of a chance when I was younger, um, I probably would have liked a few of these songs or I would have listened to them. But um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Dream Without Melissa. Like, again, she didn't do anything. Like, she didn't sing, but or at least not much. But, like, I don't know. There was, she just, I like that format of the group. I just did. And so I, I didn't give this much of a shot. The next song is called What Is Your Feeling? Wait, no, what is it? No, what it is your feeling. I said that right. Grubhub Plus members save more on the food they love with new cost-saving member benefits, plus $0 delivery fees on eligible orders and exclusive offers. Join I don't Grubhub care. Plus today. Ladies and gentlemen, your dreams have now been fulfilled. Let's get up and let's get in. Yeah, he really does get up on there. We know. Come on. I have a question. Okay, I'm gonna let the song play in a minute. But my thing is, y'all know, right? We we all know when we bought the album, who was running the show, right? We know that that they're bad boy artists. We all know this. So why do you feel the need on every single fucking song? To let us know this is a bad boy production. Bitch, we know. Like, we know who owns bad boy. We know it's you, so you don't have to tell us. Like, we, on every song on the album, I get it. If you were putting out a single, maybe, to let people know, like, oh, by the way, this is Dream. I own them, basically. But, bitch, we've been new. Because you showed up in the This Is Me remix video off the first album. You call it, like, every time there's a bad boy song, you say bad boy. So we know who it is. Like, I don't need to be reminded ever. Danny can't have the same issue. I don't need to be reminded it's a bad boy track when I fucking watched Making the Band. Everybody who bought Danny Kane's album pretty much watched Making the Band, right? So we know who you are. We know who what they're owned by. They were they're owned by Bad Boy. They say it. You don't have to come on here and say it. We don't need Diddy on the track. You don't do shit anyway. So. And now it's not even raining. Why? Like, where did the rain go? How much of the catch is fucking fish? It's not gonna rain. Why do these songs sound like Jackie Chan songs?
Okay, it's nice. cute. I, I mean, I'm not, I haven't found a song yet that I'm like, I hate this whole thing. I haven't found it. So, I mean, good for them. I don't know why this album didn't do well for them. I'm kind of surprised. The next one is called Holly. Oh, it's an interlude about Holly. There's no way I'd ever switch. That's a long time between interludes when there's four girls. Okay. Come through like stupid Honda Mansion shit. I don't care. Next song. I don't care. It's called Sitting Here. What are you giving? Song, but the last song and one of the other songs sound very Danny came to me. This, uh, it's so funny because they came, this album came out three years before Danny King's album. But a lot, like you can kind of see how Diddy was setting up from going from like typical like. But I mean, the first album had some typical boy girl girl group sounds to it, and this one kind of has a different vibe than the first one. And you can kind of see where like he was trying to get things in transition for Danny King, like not so much for Danny King, but like. For the next step of like girl group evolution there definitely is a sound like this one definitely i this definitely sounds like something on the lines of what danny came put out after that not as good as danny came by any means but still decent i i vibe with it it's kind of cute the next one is called clap so i like how the first song 
or the first track, number one, is Diana. It's an interlude, right? And we don't get another interlude until track number eight, which is Holly. And then two tracks later, we're going to get an interlude of Casey. And then a track after that, we get Ashley. Why did they spread the interludes out so far? And so weird. Is that Diana singing? The beats on this are nice. They're, the beats on I don't like that song, but the beats are nice on this album for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. The next one is called, oh, it's Casey Interlude. Casey's the new girl, I guess. Water, water bottle. It's an air up bottle that flavors ordinary water through scent. It could happen to me. So many nights I prayed for the one that would sweep me off my feet, sweep me right into the sun. It could happen. I've never seen him before, but I know that he's real. So I wait there still till his face is revealed. It sounds like a storybook tale, but it's not just a fantasy. I believe in my heart. That it could happen to me. Cute. It could happen to me. Next song is called Control. I'm trying to find the words to tell you. And I really don't want to hurt you. Who is it? Is this Diana? Or is it uh, Casey? This is giving me soundtrack vibes. what they're saying i don't like the delivery of that song i i think it's just ew um it also gave me britney spears vibes like controlled yeah that sounds like her um yeah i'm not a fan of that one the next one is ashley it's her interlude on this track 
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Ashley Poole. Ashley Poole. Ladies, listen up. A wise woman once said, when God created Adam and Eve, he created everything that a woman should be. Her worth is precious, like the sun in the sky. She gives birth to all men and is queen of her life. Don't be fooled by the beauty within her, because the strength she holds is powerful and pure. Okay. Just as the stars light up our night, a woman is needed to guide, shine, and fight. I am woman. And the next track is. Who is said that? <laughs> I did. I am woman. Is the last track on the album? Make a website to sell anything. Anything? Okay, that's the last track. Um, yeah, this album was cute. It was cute. I'm gonna say that it was cute. I definitely feel like it was a precursor to what came after, which is Danny Kane. I definitely got the vibes that this is like pre, um, you know, like Danny Kane was the next to come three years later. But I could hear, like, I could hear it. There was something in this album that felt very Danny Kane. Something so different from the first. The first album really just felt like a little girl, little girl pop, girl boy pop group album that's what that felt like this one felt like it was more mature a little more polished definitely like i said on the verge of dandy kane i'm pretty sure if dream was given one more album it would have sounded a lot like dandy kane's first record i'm like i'm so serious i it really would have been on the on the verge of that so it's kind of cool to see like that that's what the precursor to dandy kane was dream um yeah, yeah, I mean, that, this was, this was, there were some songs on this one I did like. I don't remember what they were necessarily. Um, oh, God, there was one that I thought was kind of cute. Um, I think it, was it, I don't know. The Real Me was cute. Um, I think Crazy was okay. Hard to Stop was cute. Um, That's Okay was cute. Um, yeah, there were some ones on here that I was like, these are bobs, like, some of these songs are... I'm going to call this album a bop. I think I am overall going to call this album a bop. I think there were some songs on it that I wasn't the craziest about. But, like, 
Only the only one or two songs I was like, I don't like this at all. Which the, the biggest one I didn't like was Controlled. Didn't like that one. Um, everything else was like okay. Um, I I hate the the spreading out of the interludes because Diana's was so far away from Holly's, but then Holly, Ashley, and Casey were like back to back to back. That's why I'm like, who spaced this shit out? What was the like? Why? Why didn't you do? Why didn't you just one big interlude with all the girls introducing themselves? Um, and if you're not going to do that, then, like, okay, spread, spreading it out is fine. Like, every two, three songs, there's, what, 14 tracks, there's four girls. Okay, so, like, every fourth song, right, do another interlude. Why did you go from one to, like, from, from track two to track, like, seven without an interlude of, uh, I just, I don't know. I just felt like they could have really spaced that out better than how they did that. Um, the other three just kind of felt, like, lazily thrown in there towards the end. I didn't like that. But, um, I mean, this was a good album. I wish Melissa was on it. I'll tell you that. I don't even think we need to lose Casey. I just, I wish Melissa would have been in the group still. Um, and it sounds like the other girls got to do more on this album than the first one. I could be wrong. Um, I really only recognize Holly's voice pretty much on the first album. I know that Melissa sung a little bit, Diana sung a little bit, and then, um, Ashley sung a little bit. I'm not really quite sure what Casey sounds like. She was probably in some of these songs, um, more prominently, but I don't know. Um, Majority of the album, though, was still Holly. And that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know if Didi has this thing about... I, I, don't, I don't know why she couldn't have been by herself. Like, people like that, where they, they kind of sing everything um, in the group, what is the point of the others? Are you saying... Like, do these people don't believe that, like, well, she can't compete with Britney. She can't compete. Why does she have to, though? Like, why do these people have to compete? It's like the main guy in Westlife. He sung majority of the songs. Why can't he go solo? Why can't he just be a solo artist? Why did you need the other four guys? I mean, sure, sometimes, you know, groups come in well for a harmony, but fuck, that's what backup singers are for. Like, why did you need, which is what these guys are and these girls are. They're basically glorified backup singers because they don't do much of anything. And we really, like, groups like the Spice Girls, where every girl has her own thing, there's a backstory to them, they kind of, you know, play a part in the bigger picture. Makes sense. But in groups where a lot of these people don't really have much to them, you know what I mean? They're just background characters. Then what is the point? I, I don't understand what the point of that is. Like, a lot of these groups would have just been easier as solo acts. In fact, majority of these singers who are the main singers in these groups, they go solo. It doesn't, it might not end up well for them, but they try to go solo. But it's like, maybe if you would have marketed them as a solo artist in the first place, they would have had more success than you just like, marketing them as a group and that person who wants to go solo because they're basically a solo artist already goes solo and it doesn't end well i don't get that but maybe i think a lot of the times it doesn't end well because that artist changes their whole tone of what they sing i think that's the reason why like for example nick carter going solo from the backstreet boys his music did not sound like backstreet boys music it sounded like the music he wanted to sing i think if he would have stayed on the same path as what he did with the backstreet boys it would have been different. Um, but that's a different case because Backstreet Boys didn't, like, dismantle. I, I mean when groups, like, dismantle completely. Like, Justin Timberlake still stayed in the realm of pop. And, and actually, most of his songs on his first album were, like, Michael Jackson rejects. <laughs> you Michael Jackson reject. But anyway, um, majority of his songs were, like, very pop in line with where NSYNC was going. So it helped him. Beyonce, same thing. A lot of her stuff was very similar to what Destiny's Child would sing anyway. So it wasn't like she did a complete 180 from what she was already singing. Some of these people just go and do different shit, and that's why they don't, they're not successful, because it's like the music you want to sing isn't what made you famous in the first place. So it's not that these solo artists can't 
like it's not that these people can't go solo and be successful it's that you probably should stick to close to the music you were already singing that made you popular so i do think that there is a curse on these people like not a curse but like there is kind of like a stigma when artists go solo but again i think it's them adding to that stigma when they don't stick to the music that made them popular and you have you have every right to sing whatever you want to sing but you're most likely to to still be famous and still have a, a big career if you sing things that are close to or in line with what you were already doing. If Holly went solo but still sung music that was close to what Dream was was given out, um, I still think she'd be successful. I think she would have, you know, been well on her own. Um, I can't speak to many of the others, like, but like Nick Lachey too. Nick Lachey, I think, um, his music was a little bit different from Ninety Degrees, but had he like kind of done more than 90 degree style stuff for his own music i definitely think he would have more um more success as a solo artist if he would have kind of stayed close to that realm of night it wasn't like completely different from 90 degrees but it was different and i think again i think that's what probably like messed with him a little bit in his career um jc shazay kind of the same thing i guess i don't i don't know like i don't i don't know i again i, I feel like when you change so much from what the music was that's why you don't excel when you go solo because you're you're you know and unless what you're doing is better like for example my, when michael jackson with the jackson five he was still doing a lot of the same pop r&b kind of music but it just got better and better for him but he was also in a, like an incredible entertainer you couldn't take that away from him a lot of these other folks are not as entertaining as a michael jackson he's kind of a rarity um Beyonce was so successful because again she's a really great entertainer but she knew where her she knew what her market was right like she also was taken from a Marie we ain't gonna talk about that right now but that's what she did um she she heard that shit and she said that's what I want so this bitch gonna give it to me and she did and yeah well I don't know a Marie gave it to her but people were you know they, they dogged a Marie out they really did but then Rihanna came along later and she was she was kind of snatching from Beyonce too. Rihanna was like, bitch, I see what you're doing. I'm going to do the same thing. So what the fuck? And now they're both just icons in their own lanes, I guess. But yeah. Anyway, that's the end of this dream one. It was it was good. I'm going to get into 3LW. I really want to get into their second album though. Like to be honest, I want to do both albums. But I really want to get into 3LW's second album. So I just want to see what it was like. Like, But I, I'm going to listen to the first one first. But I'm probably going to do them back to back. So I really want to see what 3LW gave on their second album. But overall, this is a Bob album. Good for Dream. You got two albums that are that are good. Good for you, girls. Um, I might get into some more O-Town, too. Like, I, I don't really want to, to be honest. Like, I don't know. After the first album from O-Town, I just stopped caring. But we'll see. They might have something good on that second album. You never know. You never know. But I'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. And stay safe in the storm if you're living in SoCal or just wherever you're at. Peace.